0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to This where with me, Ashley, and... Me, Chris. Yo, Ashley. Sup. Yo. Sup. What's up? You gotta do it back now. Uh... It's gonna make sense. It'll make sense, I promise.
1: What's up?
0: Thank you. It was a good effort. I appreciate it. I know that that's not in your veins, that kind of activity. No. So I appreciate you doing it. How are you, Christopher perplexed is what I'm going to guess. Yeah,
1: I'm just having flashbacks to, to doing that all the time when I was about 14 in like yeah.
0: French in year eight. And even then feeling like a complete wally for doing it. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, everybody did, I think. Oh, well, I certainly did. You certainly did. Maybe we're a certain breed of person. but I, I'm not sure. I've been trying to instill in you all day that that feeling, that exact feeling of being a young, young man slash boy in a classroom in the early noughties yeah you've been sending me a a
1: string of texts with with links to different youtube videos of uh not
0: memes that's the wrong word isn't it but no they're memes i'd say they're they're, memes right okay yeah internet culture stuff yeah that's a better way to phrase it nyan cat that was the latest one yeah you sent me a 24
1: hour long video of nyan cat
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean i did tell you that you know you had to watch the whole thing for each thing i sent but i doubt you have Shall we regale the listener with which things you've sent me? Well, yeah, I've been, what I've been trying to do for Chris, because we, we're doing something, I think, that requires you to be in a particular mental space uh, today. I decided that I was going to try and take, transport Chris back in time through the use of memes or whatever you want to call them, internet stuff that was around at the time. But I, I started it late on, so I sent him some of the. Um, songify stuff uh by shmoryoho on youtube i don't understand what you just said songify this on youtube it was the star wars thing that i sent you what was oh, the seagull thing which i did you like it not really my daughter oh, did god well that puts me and her on the same wavelength yeah <laughs> and probably and then age. she wanted
1: to reenact being rgd2 and me being yoda tapping on her chest with a stick yeah she likes that a bit the most that was quite funny <laughs> yeah it was good it's, um, it's a good I mean, bit. I, I appreciate the
0: the comedy behind it, but it just wasn't really for me. No, that's fine. Uh, and then progressively took you further and further back. So I sent you... Um, what did I send you? Can you What's remember what I sent you?
1: Double Rainbow, which I gave up on after a minute and a half because I just thought it was awful.
0: Oh, that's life affirming. Mm, boring. Okay. It's the man and crying over two rainbows. Yeah. Do you know that man died this year? You I don't I, care, do you? No. <laughs> No heart whatsoever. What else did I send you? Uh, you sent me that terrible... You've got them on your phone if you've forgotten what they are.
1: Just have a look. No, I'm trying to think of the... the, 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 the... Wanky shit demon. That's it. Thank you. I was going to say <laughs> wanky poo uh, genie, but I knew it was wrong. Yeah, that was grotesque. Yeah, it is pretty grotesque. That Do you know who made that? So that's from rathergood.com, which I remember really liking Badger, Badger 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 back in the day.
0: Yeah, so Badger 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 and, and uh, Mark Lama and Gerbil Farmer. I don't now, know. Weeble that. and Bob is totally different. Weeble oh, is stuff. It? I, thought, I thought it was the same. Okay. Joel Veach is rather good. And then Weeble and Bob is Weeble stuff. I can't remember who actually makes Weeble and Bob. All I can't remember the what their name is. And all the stuff. Um, Weeble and Bob, I nearly sent you some Weeble and Bob, but oh, there you uh, go. they've changed them well. the originals. Right. Because of, I presume, because they were using Mr. Scruff in the background as background music. Uh, okay. I just should explain to people, if you're picking up on me sounding a bit different, I have got quite a sore throat. I'd lost my voice this morning, so I've hopefully won't sound too off. One of
1: them was playing my daughter some Beatles uh, a few months ago, and I was telling her about Ticket to Ride, because I always think of the bit in Ticket to Ride. Yeah, yeah no he sings at the end he sings my baby don't care but he baby donkey yeah and it sounds just like my baby donkey (laughs) and I can't not hear that when I uh, no neither can I and And that that was was,
0: again one that I nearly sent you was uh, a chicken to ride yeah was that Weevil and Bob or the other one that was rather good okay so all of the ones with the so Mark Mark Lama Gerbil Farmer Tales of the Blood was rather good all of the ones with the green and blue backgrounds did I, I I sent you Spong Monkeys didn't I yeah but I couldn't be bothered by the But you that weren't point. able to watch that. I'll tell you what we'll do. Uh we'll we'll watch that now. Together. Right, hold my hand. So the one I, the one you
1: sent me that I did quite enjoy was that Army of Ducks. That was good.
0: Oh yeah. Well that's two thousand and fifteen, I think it was, that one. So way off where we need to be. Because I've been taking you slowly back to around the uh, early noughties which is bang on for where rather good.com was and other places which we'll talk about in the in the thing because what we're going to be talking about is uh, something that you might have i certainly was involved in in the early noughties so let's just pause a moment and load up we like the moon by the spawn monkeys yeah, it starts, it's, it, it loops. I was I was thinking about leaving you to just listen to it for as long as possible, but uh, opted against <laughs> it. So that's the Spong Monkeys, which again is rather good. Rather good was a website that I was on quite a lot in the early noughties, like when I just got a computer. And it sounds like you're familiar with uh, Rather Good and their output and... And Weeble and Bob and all their output and all that stuff. A couple of as people well.
1: I was friends with uh, back then were, were really into it. I didn't really get it that much, you to be didn't honest. Get it. Oh, no, okay, fair I mean enough. that that song well, just then it just made me think of like I know it was before then, but like. People accuse the Mighty Boosh of being a bit like, oh yeah, here's here's one idea, here's another random idea, let's put them together. And they were like, when the Mighty Boosh got really big, there were lots of people parodying it in that way.
0: Mm, yeah, I think there's, I, I think there are similarities. So, yes, I mean that, that that's something that might come up later on in the in the discussion as well. Shall I tell you what we're doing today and yes, why is. it was necessary to try and bring you into a certain frame of mind with all of this? Uh, what you might term as an adult nonsense, but to a 10 to 12 year old young boy uh, might have been appealing and interesting and fun and also quite innovative and avant-garde in terms of what the internet should be used for. Yes, please. Okay. Today we are going to be playing this game where you take on an alien companion and venture together through a world stuffed full to the brim with characters to meet, items to acquire and games to play. Not a clue. Is it a
1: web-based game? Yes. Yeah, I thought it might be. Is it on one of these websites we've just been looking at? No. Right. What is it then?
0: Neopets. Oh, right. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, Neopets. Have you got a Neopets account or did you have a Neopets account? No, I haven't at all. Um, It's it's funny
1: you talk about Neopets because uh, the second episode of a brand new gaming podcast that has launched uh, this week mentioned Neopets. uh, Did they really? Right. Well, I haven't listened to Extra Life, which came out, started a couple of weeks ago. The second episode was with Beck Hill, who's a very, very funny comedian. Um, The podcast is hosted by uh, Ellie... uh, Gibson and Keza McDonald. Thank you. And Keza McDonald talked about a Neopets account that she hasn't logged into for probably about 20 years. And she's... Sort of a bit loath to do so because of the state of the pets that will be in there. I seem to think
0: that last week there was something that we talked about that they talked about as well in, in the same week. So I'm starting to feel like maybe they're stealing our ideas somehow before we actually get them out, which isn't cool. <laughs> That's definitely. I don't how it know how works. they're doing it, but they need to stop. <laughs> uh, in truth, in absolute truth, I haven't listened to that episode. I have listened to the first episode of Extra Life, and it was fun and enjoyable, and I liked it. I haven't listened to the second episode yet, so truthfully uh this has got nothing to do with them um and that happening this is a direct response to your challenge to me to chain something to toy story and doom or whatever in so much as i have taken a completely opposite tack and gone in an opposite direction as far opposite as i could go from from toy story as far as my brain could work out which is exactly what i knew you'd do so in a way (laughs) you have carried the chain on i've Worked in, worked yeah. into your hands. Exactly. It's also one of the things that I thought I should do in this podcast. I've been playing Ori and the Will of the Wisps this yep. uh, last few weeks, and I finished that this week, and I really, really want to talk about it, I, and it was a bit of a toss-up between whether I did that or whether I did Neopets, okay. and I had to choose Neopets, the reason being we're going to be moving into our Christmas season from next week, and I won't have chance to talk about Neopets, potentially, because... Of the Flash apocalypse that is about ah, that is going to be happening, are right. you aware of what's happening with well, Flash?
1: I keep getting popping up on Chrome. You know, the Flash won't be supported in December twenty twenty, and I just turned yeah. the notification off. I don't really understand what the ramifications of that
0: are. Well, everything and anything that is still based on Flash, will cease to work. So all of that stuff that you vaguely remember as the background to your sort of adolescent years, or certainly that I remember as the background to my adolescent years, will cease to be. And it's going to have huge implications, or in fact, it's already having huge implications for Neopets, because Neopets, the whole thing, the whole website was built with Flash. Can't you use a different browser? Or is it just that... It's nothing to do... Well, it is something to do with the browser, but all browsers, Adobe is ceasing all Flash functionality. So they won't be creating new versions of Flash to put on new browsers. The browsers already have stopped supporting Flash anyway, and you have to, by default, they block anything that is Flash-related and you actually have to give permission. There are valid reasons for that, like security flaws that are sort of inherent to the platform. But after December 31st, 2020, basically anything that's Flash-related, you won't be able to access uh, and it won't work. It just won't work. Uh, Neopets have been trying seemingly supposedly trying to bring everything onto an HTML5 Setup, so they've been trying to transition over from flash to html5 but they seem to be a little bit sort of dithery about that and we need to hurry up they've only got just over a month left i know yeah exactly they seem to not be sure what they want to do but that comes in with a little bit of what we're going to talk about so for anyone that doesn't know what neopets is before we get into all of that technical stuff too heavily my understanding
1: of it is that it's basically a
0: tamagotchi is that right sort of a tamagotchi yeah it's like pokemon and tamagotchi thrown together you take on as i said an alien companion, which is like your little Pokemon type avatar in the world you have responsibilities to it like you have to feed it and you have to uh, clothe it and things like that you also can battle them so that's where the Pokemon aspect comes in as well although the actual pets themselves I don't think they have attributes like fire and water and stuff like that so but you can put armor on them you can give them weapons that have um, attributes and things as well so there's all of that side of the game but on top of that you have this world I think it's called well I I know it's called Neopia and Neopia is an ever-evolving world that had storylines in the same way that, you know, like World of Warcraft might have this climactic event that changes the world forever. Neopets also was doing that in the early noughties. Well, late 90s, early noughties, mostly early noughties though. And you might have like the main square of Neopets, the main town in Neopets might have this event that goes on for a few months and then all of a sudden this new weird place pops up like there's a place called Terrania. I don't remember how that came about but it's all caveman based and dinosaur themed. Okay, And it used to be that that place, when I was playing it in the early noughties, that Terrania, I'm fairly sure it was like in a mountain cave and it was all snowy and icy. Mm-hmm. And when I've been making sure I can get all of this to work properly this week, I've looked at that place and it is now like in a jungle. So something has happened between me playing it 15 years ago. Or you remember now it it's changed. No, no, I'm definitely not remembering right. it wrongly. I, I so know if- that that was... When was it launched? So that's an interesting story in itself. This was developed by a couple called Donna and Adam Powell in nineteen ninety-nine, the the back end of nineteen ninety-nine. They um there's a really good rundown of this actually by Chris Bratt who is one third now of people make games on YouTube, which is okay. a really interesting series where they look at game, the gaming industry from some unique angles. And one of the ones that they did was on Neopets because Neopets has an interesting origin. And they explain, he explains, in fact, that Donna and Adam, they were marketing people, market ad men or mad men or whatever you want to call them. Well, they were marketing people. They were trying to sell people. Yeah, they were trying to sell people. Marketing right. people do do that. So it's not even a funny joke. So whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Slam. They, <laughs> they moved they moved to America to try and settle this marketing firm. It all went a bit tits up. So they Shifted transition very quickly in the late the late end the back end of 1999 into trying to set up this website that they'd had the dream of for a long while. And this is like the back end of the internet boom. I don't know if you remember all the news stuff in the 1990s, uh, late 90s, talking about the internet bubble and the bubble bursting and all this. Yeah, they that's were doing right. that. They were doing this in the middle of this bubble or at the end of this bubble, and they had no idea really how it was going to go. I mean, and you by... go back,
1: back to the early 90s, uh, you go back to the late 90s, and everyone. Seemed quite cautious about the internet and what it was, and no one really seemed to understand what it was. No. I, I saw mm. recently an interview by Jeremy Paxman with David Bowie because David Bowie adapted the internet and he his website was one of the first where there were audio clips that you could download from his website mm. that was specific and you and he really understood the power of the internet and this this the potential yeah. that's the thing it's and not it's this, not that
0: people misunderstood what it was yeah it's that they didn't understand what it could be
1: and this interview with with Paxman where David Bray is basically saying what you're saying there and Paxman just seemed like mm,
0: yeah whatever uh, it's a really yeah, interesting yeah, watch I, I really recommend it. I'll have a look at it I'm always very interested. I went into secondary school in 1999. So I was 11 in 1999. And I remember being at my friend's house, uh, my friend's dad's house, actually, on the internet. And I was going to say playing on the internet, but there was very little to do actually on the internet for a kid of 11 at the time. And like... You'd maybe go to, if you were me and him, on the WWF website and read some boring crap on uh, about wrestlers, or um you'd you'd go on Lycos, yeah. and you would search up random stuff to see what you could find. I used to go um, on like, and fan, this...
1: fan sites on Geocities, like yeah, you Fun- see it, Final Geocities, Fantasy VII,
0: yeah. uh, and trivia and things like that. It always felt like, you know, like there are the back alleys of the internet now. But at that point, sort of 1999 certainly for me and my friends, the whole of the internet was a back alley. Like yeah. everything was think. a weird zany place. I, I actually found myself on the Heaven's Gate website just this week uh, doing some research for something else. So you do you know what Heaven's Gate is? Not clear. So Heaven's Gate is it's a bit it's a bit morbid, but it was a cult that culminated in 1997 in a mass suicide. All right. And the cults sure. had been working towards... They, they'd been set up a few decades earlier, and they believed that... When Hailbop was discovered, they believed that there was an, a UFO in the tail of Hailbop that was coming to take them on uh, to the next level of human evolution. That sounds familiar. Now you said that. Now they they were very technologically forward thinking, and they set themselves up on the internet in the mid '90s. And all of the stuff that they had, they they left a member behind, which is. Or an interesting thing in itself they left a member behind to manage and maintain all of their internet presence and all of their <laughs> audio recordings and things right. and it's a real time capsule i would recommend that you go and have a little look at their website because it's properly the 90s and everything as far as i remember in my head is like the heaven's gate website in 1999 the internet is like that and neopets then took that and polished it up and made something interesting of it and actually was quite a quite a forerunner as far as i can understand of giving the internet purpose right donna and adam powell set up in the 1990s uh, 1999 they didn't really expect anything big of it it launched at the very end of 1999 and by christmas they had 600,000 concurrent users every day Jeez. And they were being told that they would be required to spend absurd amounts on a monthly server fees. By January, it had gone up to such an extent that they were looking at having to close it down just a month after because they couldn't afford its success. Right. That's how successful it was. So was that riding the Tamagotchi wave? Or was that a little bit before No, it was this? way after. Yeah, Tamagotchi
1: yeah. was a couple of years
0: after So what made this so
1: popular then, just because it was something different on the internet?
0: Well, I think it was something different on the internet. It okay. captured a... There was still a zeitgeisty thing going on, because obviously we've got Pokemon kicking off in the 19... Yeah. I mean, it came out in 97 originally, didn't it? But we got it in... I certainly was playing it in 1999. Yeah, that sounds about right. I got it for Christmas 1999, so there was that. But aside from what made it popular, I think it probably was like one of the most polished, one of the best thing entities on the internet at that time. They found themselves in these difficulties. They had no idea what they were really doing. And they ended up accidentally selling a large share of their business to a major Scientologist called Doug During oh. For five years, Doug Daring actually owned, was CEO of Neopets. They had no clue. They had no idea what Scientology was. They had no idea that um, Doug <laughs> oh, Daring was a major contributor, oh, po- no. possibly sort of had paid more than 20 million dollars in donations to Scientology and all of the staff that worked for, uh, for Doug Daring's company they were all Scientologists. Oh. They didn't really have any idea about it until the whole deal had settled.
1: So was it literally just this bloke came along and offered them some
0: money and they just jumped on the opportunity. I think, yeah, basically they were introduced to Doug Dering by a friend, I think. And yeah, they jumped at it because they knew they had something good and they didn't want to lose it. Now, Doug daring's steering over the company involved an attempt to install a Neopets head of education who was a Scientologist and also an attempt that was swiftly shut down to have like an education area on the website that taught children about Scientology. So basically, Doug Daring tried to co-opt Neopets to the Scientologist's drive. So yeah, that in and of itself, if you have no other interest in Neopets, that is interesting in and of itself. We were, or anyone that was on Neopets, basically was on Neopets when it was owned by Doug Durin because he owned it from 2000 to 2005. Right. They then sold it to Viacom, which is okay. a big uh, company, yeah. $160 million Ooh. is what he sold his share for. And at that same wow. time, Donna and Adam Powell sold out as well. They sold their shares. And really, that's the point at which it began to flounder, like seriously flounder, because it has pushed itself into relative obscurity. It's just always been what it's always been. And as far as I can tell, it is still now what it was in 2000 when I was playing it. And... As a result, there are still a lot of people playing it. Like 100,000 people are logging in daily. Even now? Even now. Well, I say even now. That was sort of 2018, 2019. I read an article about that, that. Yeah, exactly. So there are still that many people. But at the same time, it's kind of been left to just... Festa. Kind of been left to Fester, yeah. The company that own it now, I think they're called Jumpstart, who are an educational company. But they're trying to oversee this transition to create a mobile version of Neopets, right. which is reliant on HTML5, and move away, transition away from Flash, which is about to die. But despite them insisting even in sort of June to people that were asking, it just doesn't seem to be happening. And the majority of the games, there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of games to play on Neopets. There are about six currently that are not still based in Flash. Right. So what it's looking like is going to happen is the Flash apocalypse. December 31st, when all support for Flash is shut down, that will happen. And Neopets will, for intents and purposes, die. It will no longer be a functional website. And it's been a long time coming and they haven't planned for it. In a lot of ways, it's quite a sad situation because this is the backdrop to a lot of people's childhoods, which is why I wanted to talk about it. Yeah, definitely.
1: When you said earlier about the fact you logged on and there there was that area that was different to what you remember, that's the point I was trying to get at uh, was that how we're going to be playing tonight it's going to have 20 years over 20 years worth of content has mm. been added to it it's going to be absolutely massive and then in my head i assume it was going to be me and you and like three of the people playing it but clearly, that's not the case there's still that apparently number of people not playing no it. there's
0: still a heck of a lot of people playing it and a heck of a lot of interest largely from people our age who were playing it then and it just never really stopped for a start i can see how it would be easy to just carry on because it's a very laid-back thing. It's easy enough to access for most people. Yeah. So it it would just be easy to to make it... Like you said, you play... um plants versus zombies every morning yeah it's the same for these people or a lot of people i would imagine they get in from work at half past five they eat their tea they log on for 10 minutes or whatever to neopets and that's part of their week evening you know i just see i see how it could be quite easy yeah i guess so so yeah it's the backdrop for a lot of people's childhoods and actually that got me thinking as well about all the things that are reliant on flash that will no longer exist so we've talked earlier in the uh, in this half about rather good Mm-hmm. com. A ton of their stuff will disappear. A lot of it has been sort of archived anyway. So it's not readily accessible like Mark Lama, Gerbil Farmer and all that stuff. The Tales from the Blode, the Badger Badger stuff. But that is all on one single page. All of that stuff's going to disappear. Do you remember the website Albino Blacksheet? No. No. Okay. So that, that had soundboards on. Do you know right. what a soundboard is? Yeah, yeah, I know what soundboards are. Oh phew. So all the <laughs> all the like famous soundboards like the Samuel L. Jackson and the Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger soundboards, uh, and the Princess Bride soundboards, they're all on there, they're all flash-based. they're gonna disappear. Newgrounds. Newgrounds for me as a teenager was quite a like a big thing and was on the verge of becoming even bigger than it actually ended up. Coming because if you remember, Alien Hominid was like the first crossover game to come from Newgrounds and make it on a major platform on the Xbox. It never quite got there, but Newgrounds was primarily Flash based and has had to transition away from all of its Flash based stuff. The Stickman games on there, they're all gone, and there's no chance that you'll ever see them again because they were all Flash based. So tonight's choice then is Flash's Last Hurrah, really, for you? Kind of, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Flash. Flash was the underpinning of the early internet, and it's about to die, uh, and this is a way to kind of see it off, I guess.
1: See, somehow Neopets has completely passed me by. I don't remember it being a thing when I was, you know, because I'd have been 14, the sort of time you're talking about. I don't mm. know anyone that played it. I don't remember seeing any adverts or anything for it. I, it just has completely passed me
0: by. So I did wonder whether this would be the case, because this is this is like a really ultra-generational thing. I believe. What, well, and even um, the three the gen- years difference between you and I, you think? I really yeah, think so, yeah, be- because everything was moving so quickly forward on the internet. Everything was adapting and changing to... If you think about the change that we saw take place between 1997... 1997- and 2007 the things that happened on the internet that changed the internet forever mm. the internet to anyone that's listening that didn't know the internet before 2007 there was no youtube for a start i was just thinking i was just talking i was just
1: talking about youtube i can distinctly remember the first person telling about youtube in summer 2006 and me being like mm. oh, that sounds amazing because before then finding music videos because i used to watch a lot of music videos yeah. on the internet you had to google like the name of the band and the name of the song and video and you used to end yeah. up on yeah. some <laughs> really strange websites if the band didn't on their own Goof websites. Course. Oh, yeah, you're right. Actually, wouldn't have been Google, would it? That's
0: probably Yahoo. You you probably did. uh, By 2006, you were probably using Google. But in 2000, when all this was happening, you had Ask Jeeves, you had Lycos, you had Yahoo, you had Google. I remember using Lycos because I liked the adverts with the black dog running around here, there (laughs) and everywhere trying to find things for people. So you had an actual choice. It wasn't that you Googled something. It's that you searched the web for something. We moved. I remember it being news, in fact, uh, that we were transitioning over to Web 2.0 point out mm-hmm. which is I didn't really understand at the time, but Web 2.0 is the socialized, it's the interactivity. Where, yeah, yeah, where you interact with web pages; they're not static things, and where you actually have engagement with other people. Yeah, on a live basis. Now that existed way before Web 2.0, but it's it's a whole different ballgame with the likes of Facebook and Twitter and all of the social media websites that exist now. The rate of change over the last two decades, and certainly that period 97 to 2000s, the rate of change on the internet was staggering Mm -hmm. if you even think napster napster was a thing in 2000 i think probably by 2002 it wasn't like it was it was still a thing but it wasn't the thing that yeah in was initially and it'd been superseded by audio galaxy if you remember audio galaxy that was then superseded by limewire and the likes like the peer-to-peer sharing and then that was superseded by torrents which is a whole different way to share peer-to-peer and that was within a decade You've yeah. got four, di- four, four wholly different approaches to sharing things on the internet that happened in the space of a decade or less. So yeah, the rate of change was insane. What were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, how how Neopets
1: was more what was on your radar and it wasn't on mine. Yeah, but... so
0: that, that's what I was trying to, to, to explain. You, three years in that decade in particular, three years on the internet was a life. So for there to be a generational gap between you and me in terms of what the internet was and what it what we did on it is, I think, completely understandable, especially mm-hmm. then. In in particular, for then, actually, I think it would be far less of a gap now for people that are starting out on the internet. Now, yeah. if you've got three years, 2017 to 2020, they're not going to feel nearly as alienated from the things that the younger kids are doing as we were, for, or, or as you were, from what we were doing.
1: I guess it's the internet kind of evolved in that. What's that quote about computers that... Every is it every ten years they get twice as so powerful. that's
0: Moore's law. That's Moore's law, and it's I think it's eighty. It was eighteen months, and it was that every eighteen months, hardware power will increase by a factor of two. Now that has actually slowed down. Mm. Uh, Moore's law no longer actually applies to that's, hardware these days.
1: That's the point I was getting at. Is I think the internet went through Moore's law quite rapidly and has plateaued mm. in probably the last
0: decade maybe it probably has mirrored the moore's law drop-off yeah thinking about it on the fly which is what i'm doing right now i think that's probably right i think that the development of the internet has mirrored quite closely the way that hardware power has conformed to moore's law yeah i think it's mirrored that quite strongly that's quite an astute observation thank you
1: well on that astute observation should we fire up some neopets and see what the crack yeah okay
0: yeah all right then come on then That was your first taste of Neopets. What did you think, Chris? Sour. Bitter taste. Really? I just don't know what to make of that at all. You'll have to extrapolate on that, unpack that, because obviously
1: so in the first half we talked about how it's 20 years worth of content and i completely can see there's 20 years worth of content there new like so myself going into it there let me stop you so
0: much I, i'm sorry to interrupt but oh. i did when we were playing told you that's not 20 years of content that is basically the way it was when i was on neopets 20 years ago so a lot of what is there was already there and in right. place okay in 2000 2001 it hasn't been built on for tens of years and possibly even like there are certainly new things there that i I wasn't aware of like the space station or whatever, but for the most yeah. part, it was as big and full as it then as it is now.
1: Okay, so there's things been added to but the map. But there's a lot.
0: Then. There have been at- things added yeah. to the map, regardless but- of whether it was there in it, 20 years ago or not. There is a lot for a newcomer.
1: Yeah, and I have no idea how I was 11 year old you were able to fathom your way around that at all. Really?
0: Yeah. I think kids have a persistence. If they want to be invested in something, generally they will go to whatever length to figure it out i do know what you mean by it by what you're saying though because there is a lot there to get your teeth around it's not the easiest thing in in modern day terms it's not the easiest thing to navigate it is very much the internet as it was 20 years ago it's very unstreamlined. it's not made with navigation in mind
1: yeah and that's another part of it is how clunky it felt to to get to Mm. everything it was click 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 and to get into it rather than just one clicking straight into it
0: but then devil's advocate it was the internet 20 years ago. So that was that was how it was. Yeah, modernize it. Come on, 2020. No, I know. I'm not saying that it's good enough now. One of the things that is quite apparent from uh, sort of doing a bit of research around this is that the owners subsequent, strangely enough, to the Scientologists and Adam and Donna, the owners after that, Viacom and uh, Jumpstart and another one that I can't remember, they just seem to have struggled with what to do with it. Viacom added a, like a new cash mechanic into it. So you could actually pay m- real money for in-game cash, which was their new brand new idea. Their only real innovation, it seems, to the platform. And then from there on, I just don't know what it has actually been done with it they don't seem to have known what to do with it at all they haven't kept it up with the times they haven't kept it moving forward with latest technology and so it's in this situation now which is an out-of-date website yes that for anyone that isn't au fait or fairly familiar with the old internet with with the early internet will they'll find it extremely annoying to navigate and even you who who was familiar with it still finds it annoying
1: Yeah, that was exactly the experience I had. I just didn't really engage with it at all. Mm. And furthermore to that point, I don't know who the website is now aimed at because it's not easy for me to navigate as a ancient 34 year olds i don't think children would find it easy to navigate and then the the adverts there's a lot of adverts which is separation itself a lot of the adverts were popping up with content but there wasn't appropriate for children either oh really what well like what oh nothing like you know saucy or anything but um, well no they were like you
0: yeah, know life insurance but, yeah yeah that sort of thing <laughs> yeah i i totally yeah but i think they're targeted ads so pre- although you're not allowed to target ads it kids um on the internet are you yeah
1: but then when we went into the game section the games were popping up with little adverts for jenga and spider-man toys before the game so they were clearly targeted
0: without getting too technical you can target ads at specific people by collecting information and data on the on that person so there will be cookies baked into that website that tell them that you are a 34 year old male or whatever (laughs) Who wants um, Jenga and Spider Man toys? Who wants life insurance? Yeah, well, that does sound like you. To be honest, uh, it, I'm sure it had a bit of Lego in there or something. Um, this Super Mario Lego was going up for me, interestingly. But yeah, you can't. Yeah. The, the law at the moment says that you cannot collect that information on children under a certain age. Right, and and you can And if you have that information, you can't use it to target ads at them. So on YouTube if you make a video that is ma- that is made specifically for a child audience you have to tag it as made for child audience because mm-hmm. then they will not put tailored adverts on that video. They will just do general audience adverts right. and it'll be potluck what comes up. So maybe that's what's going on there like they don't target the ad, ad- adverts specifically at kids because they're not legally allowed maybe but there are a lot of adverts they didn't exist interestingly when we were on it that's another innovation and it it seems frankly that the only things that really have changed on the website are how to make money out of it they've added a plethora of adverts they pop up all over the place they are on the front of games before you you have to watch the 30 second advert before every game that you play none of that was there before you've got the neo cash which is the pay real money to get pretend money Mm -hmm. thing That was never there. When we were playing it, it loads a lot slower, interestingly, considering we were on dial-up modems back in mm. 2000, and now with a 38 meg or 100 meg or whatever connection, it's it's loading slower, it's clunkier.
1: It was actually no. you said that. I assume that was because, you know, we were on a video chat and then I was screen sharing. I assumed it was all that was working against me, but you're probably right. It was just that the site itself is
0: slow. You know, there were actually loading bars, you know, where it came up with Neopets and, um, and Stars that sort yeah. of loaded in as a loading bar you never saw those when we were playing it before so whatever's gone on there it's gone backwards take backward steps it's probably because it's running on technology that's so old yes I much so interestingly i can't remember if i said this in the first half the website when it was made initially they were constantly sort of on the cutting edge of technology they were constantly pushing things forwards internet wise it's just quite a strange and sad phenomenon to see that all of that's gone to the wayside and that every company that has owned it after just seems to want uh, have wanted a quick cash in so yeah it's it's like lost its way. It definitely has lost its way. It's it's been left for far too long to fester. And I just can't see now how they would ever be able to salvage it. Never mind salvaging it in the next month. Moving all of that over to html5 in a month is just undoable yeah because it's just far too much there yeah i forgot to show you but you, by default you logged into the mobile version of the game didn't yeah. you the, be- the beta version of the mobile game and i forgot i should have got you to, to have a look on the games list there because there are six out of all of the hundreds of games that are available on the on the old website there are six that have been moved over to the to the beta of the mobile version so right onto html5 which is insane because you've got you've got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of games you did play some of the games did you, what did you think to the yeah, games right, that you played
1: i was gonna say maybe i just slimming down to six is maybe not a bad thing because even just the game section there were so many games there and then i said to you that i don't think children will be logging into neopets to play games because there are other websites you can go to that are just full of games that i think uh type in the website address go there you go there's a huge catalogue of games no one's going to be going to the yeah. trouble of logging into neopets then going to the game section then find a list find a game from this enormous list and then click on it waiting for its load at watching adverts, etc
0: yeah again i agree i think so one of the conversations that we ended up having was that there are all these different ways to get to the same content so you can navigate yeah. to a particular game through the maps so they these quite reasonably nice not not by modern standards but reasonably nice and nicely drawn maps of different areas of the neopets worlds that you can then access everything is accessible through the map so if you want to go to a shop you can access it through the map by clicking on it or if you want to go to a game a specific game you can find it in one of the areas on the map and you click on it through there but you can also click on it in the directory of games and i tried to explain that neopets tried to and was actually very successful offering the same website to different people with different wants and needs so i vaguely remember that actually you could enter competitions for like fashion shows which isn't something that i think i don't i generally don't think i entered a fashion show Uh, but you could also enter the battle dome and you could Mm. fight pokemon style against other people you can buy armor for your neopet and weapons and stuff so you could do those two things you could even you could run a shop and you could collect up items you could go adventuring collect up items and then pop them in your shop which is an interesting way of getting people to engage with the world and then presumably it you could then its own sell economy. things
1: within the shop at a a, a profit mm. so then you've got the economy side of it as well and then you've just said yeah, about there, the, the banking side too
0: there is there's there's an entire banking system and and the economy has an inflation and deflation mechanic so if things if it's boom time then things will prices will inflate and money will be worth less and so on and you have to earn more and whatever uh, you can also you can have a house so you can take on a house yeah, and you can do it up and you can decorate it sort of Animal Crossing or Sims style but you don't have to do all of those things in order to engage with the website you can choose what you want from it and it was very all of that again was there when we were playing it and it was extremely successful at giving people a very diverse offering that people could pick and mix
1: yeah that's what i was about to say that there's just so many different gameplay styles that you could tailor it for yourself
0: yeah all of that though when you come to it in 2020, whether you are a 34-year-old man or a uh, 7-year-old or 8-year-old or 10-year-old child or 13-year-old even, frankly, all of that put on a platter in front of you with no guidance uh, in the way that it is, which is very clunky, not very modern, uh, completely unmodernized. This is a time capsule to the 2000s. All of that put in, in front of you in that way is completely overwhelming and is completely inaccessible. So, yeah, I think that From the look of the beta, it might be going in the right direction in terms of the the visual aesthetics, Mm -hmm. and maybe it's a good time to slim down and try and prioritise, but I don't actually think that's what they're doing. I just think they've dropped the ball. I think that they've found themselves behind for whatever reason, and they've got other priorities. I think they're trying to create some other type of game out of Neopets, just using the Neopets brand, and I think that's the wrong thing to do with Neopets as well. My understanding of it was I thought it was basically Tabagotchi, so bit more than that
1: <laughs> yeah yeah
0: definitely yeah. And to go back to your question
1: uh my favorite game on offer was basically a snake clone make that what you will
0: i'm sure if you again if you'd come to it in the in the early noughties you might have you'd have played a few more games you might have had a different outlook on it what, what i played this week i think my favorite was one called wrath of the snowager or however you say that where you have to chase a neopet around this arena and knock it, it's trying to you're, you're like this ice dragon this neopet is stealing your stuff and you have to knock it over and knock it yeah. your stuff out of its pockets and re reclaim it which i thought was Quite like one of the most polished things I saw on the yeah, website. Yeah, it did look
1: really nice that game did. What was, some, so from your recollection of the game, how did you feel logging into it this
0: week then? Yeah, it, much the same as, so I, I actually had to do quite a bit of sort of figuring it out in terms of how to get it to work, which incidentally is another barrier to any child that might mm-hmm. be interested in this. Logging into it, it was a nice hit for me in terms of nostalgia and I didn't have the problems navigating around it because I was familiar with it because it is the same website as it always has been. Been. But I totally understand uh, what you're you saying. I, and I agree. I think that it's just, it's lost. It, it doesn't know what it wants from itself. Yeah. Or the companies that owned it, they don't know what they want from
1: it. So for you, was it like settling back into a comfy old pair of slippers? Or was it like trying to pull on a pair of old trousers that don't fit anymore?
0: It was neither of those things, I don't think. Somewhere in between. It was like putting on a pair of gloves in summer. There you go. <laughs> to, to continue with the clothing. Thank uh, you. I, pr- I an appreciate it. It was like putting on a, a pair of gloves in some I like the way the gloves feel, but I didn't really want to wear them for more than five minutes <laughs> because... It was too hot. it's no me <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was only nice in, in terms of going back and seeing something that I used to play as a kid. It, it's like picking up a Count Ducula VHS yeah. and enjoying the novelty of having the Count Ducula VHS that you had as a seven-year-old, but then not really actually being that interested in Count Ducula now. Yeah. You know, I couldn't recommend it to people. I There are far better versions of everything I think that Neopets has to offer on offer on other platforms, certainly on
1: mobile platforms. Plus, as well, this episode's going out 26th of November 2020, you know, a, a month and a It's bit got a month left. It, yeah. so.
0: Honestly, it's, I, I just can't believe they how much they must have paid. I, I'm sure that whoever owns it now must have paid a fair whack just to take on the names. Uh, the trademarks that uh, come alongside this. They, just to put it into perspective, they were talking about like million dollar films for Neopets. There was a PlayStation Two game of Neopets.
1: I'm not surprised there was there were films that that was going to be one of my questions, but uh, yeah. well, they
0: never got around to making it. This is right. this is the thing. It seems like they were fumbling the ball at every turn. Mm. They never got around to making the Neopets film, but they they were constantly in talks from the very beginning with major film studios about making a Neopets film and creating this huge. Sort of Pokemon style franchise around it that had multi, multiple streams revenue streams yeah. to it, and they just never, it never got off the ground. So every turn, it just seems like they fumbled it. So we're not recommending this at all, then? No, no, not at all. <laughs> In a nutshell, no. In all honesty, I kind of knew that that was where we were going to end up. But if we'd let Flash die without ever talking about anything Flash based, well, one after December the thirty first, we won't ever, we won't be able to access basically everything that is made on Flash anyway. So we wouldn't be able to go back and have a look at any of this stuff anyway. And two, it would have felt like a bit of a disservice to what was, frankly, a quite an innovative, interesting time to be on the internet. Mm. It's like if all film from between 1900 and 1920, if all silent films of that period just ceased to exist, and we didn't know about anything that Charlie Chaplin or Buster Keaton or uh, Roscoe Arbuckle or whatever did in those 20 years it's like that happening yeah. it's like someone putting fire to all the celluloid of that of that period that's what's going to happen I'm saying so that neopets are the Charlie Chaplin of games I'm kind of saying that I'm <laughs> saying that we're about to lose we are on the precipice of losing a whole like a whole layer of archaeological internet artifact strata of games yeah exactly and things that kick people's careers off are just going to disappear things that we're reasonably familiar with now without neopets we wouldn't have Club Penguin for a start Mm. which was a big old thing that kids love any anything that resembles even vaguely neopets just wouldn't exist without neopets i i don't think because they were the first they did it well i'm raising a glass to neopets
1: it's the glass that's empty apart from a mince pie wrapper it's
0: it's not just neopets i don't know if we mentioned in the first half we talked about weeble stuff we talked about rather we talked about albino black sheep and newgrounds we mentioned off mike Habo hotel there are other things like runescape they have actually made the transition away from flash but all of these things started on flash it's all going away it's all going to be lost unless they've transitioned and there are already things that we have lost which when people in 2100 look back it's going to be like this big old black hole of information it won't exist people won't understand the jump that was made from early internet. yeah 1990s to 2000 to modern internet or web 2.0 or whatever you want to call it it's it's just going to be this big internet this big information void and it's a shame it's more of a shame than you probably realize yeah is what i'm trying to get i bothered you're not fussed nah, move on no yeah that's, that's the attitude of too many people, unfortunately. <laughs> Imagine that Super Mario stopped existing. You couldn't play Super Mario 1, 2, or 3 anymore. I'd move on. No, I wouldn't. Yeah. I'm, I'm being facetious. Okay. No, I
1: know what you're getting at, now, but I think you're maybe overstating... Well, thanks for helping. I think you're maybe overstating the importance of Neopets in the grand scheme of things.
0: Well, as I said, I'm not talking just about Neopets. No. I'm talking about... All this stuff as well. Yeah. If you think about meme culture now and how dominant it is on the internet, yeah. how, how dominant meme culture is on the internet, well, meme culture... Has its roots in all of this.
1: Yeah, but now we've got meme culture, so we need we to cut the roots, don't we? Let the new thing flower. Well, that's
0: like, saying, that's like saying, oh, we got the Hangover film franchise, so don't really need to pay attention to Charlie Chapman. <laughs> that's what you're saying. Um... People aren't going to say that in 100 years. Like, people don't write history books for no good reason. They don't just... People don't turn up to history books and go, why has he written this, the stupid <laughs> shit? We've got... We've got modern culture now, haven't we? We've got Who gives a shit about the Romans? We've got a to hangover too to watch instead. People aren't going, why are they talking about Christina Rossetti when we've got Simon Armitage alive and kicking?
1: Well, to be fair, you've you've probably touched upon there my attitude towards history, which is it's happened, move on. And that's maybe why I'm just not really that bothered by
0: this. Everything's a progression. And I think that's what you're missing out on. Everything's a progression. And to understand the things that we have now, you have to make an effort to try and understand the things that we had then. And if you don't have access in 100 years, if you don't have access to the things that we had then, being the fast-moving, hugely fast-paced early internet days, then you won't understand why we're in the mess that we're in in 2020. And you won't understand what happens between 2020 and 2100. Not as well anyway, because you just don't have access to that information. This is a whole different podcast. Yeah, I don't know what to and say. me trying to explain to you <laughs> why why this is important is not this podcast so i I will knock it on the head there but suffice to say neopets is part of a thing that happened that was important that laid the foundation for everything that's come after and it's about to disappear into the black hole there you go great well but don't play out don't play on it don't even visit it it's it's shit it's,
1: (laughs) it's real good history but yeah don't bother with it if you enjoyed this episode and want to uh at us you can find us on the gram the book the tube no one calls it that and the tur, twitter does anyone shorten twitter to ter they should do
0: no twit twit
1: yeah the twit
0: mm. i don't know Different what it's thing. called i'm only i'm only partly on there anyway we're on all them if you want to come
1: and uh, say hello then feel free to do so and next week's episode is the first of our five count them five christmas specials yeah five christmas specials this year i think
0: we're being a bit ambitious It is the season, though. Yeah, it is the season. So join us for that. Thank you very much. Bye. Thank you. Bye.